1: Welcome in to the latest edition of ESPN FC, I'm Dan Thomas, joined in the studio today by Ali Moreno and Stevie Nichol. Later on in the program we'll be discussing Barcelona extending their lead to 8 points at the top of La Liga table after beating Real Betis, plus... We reflect on Manchester United booking a place in the Carabao Cup final. We'll start, though, of course, with the big news from transfer deadline day Enzo Fernandez joining Chelsea for reported 121 million euros. An extraordinary fee to get that deal across the line. And it has been quite the January, hasn't it, for Chelsea overall, spending 318 million euros. Uh, for more on this, uh, Jan with us. We also welcome in former Chelsea defender Frank Lampard.
2: Frank, what do you make of this? Well, I remember when I signed for Chelsea, they signed me for 2.5 million. So some stuff's have changed, you know, at the <laughs> club <laughs> since I left. Uh, and uh, and if I correctly recall, uh, recall I know I think uh, Roberto Di Matteo was the record signing for 4.9. So I think for a couple of months before Gianfranco Zola came. So it's another era. And uh, I don't, I'm not sure it's for the best, you know. I, I think they desperately wanted uh, Enzo Fernandez. Hopefully for Fernandez and the pressures is gonna get. Uh, is gonna. he's gonna do well and very soon because uh, Chelsea needs somebody in the middle of the park who uh, creates something different that we uh, we've seen lately. Um, and with the other players, you know, Chelsea has money that we know. Again, as I. Said last time, you know, and used the metaphor of buying many things and uh, forgetting maybe the the foundation, the basics. Hopefully, they're going to find a a very good 11, a very good team selection of 11 players and make sure they work together. Um, Money talks. I understand that. But you have to find the chemistry between the players. That's what you have to find uh, uh, very, very soon.
1: Away from your sensible head, Frank, just like from a fan's perspective, it's quite exciting though, isn't it?
2: It is, it is, and I follow some fans, you know, on uh, on Instagram, and I and I saw them being very, very happy, and uh, and seeing those those names, you know, coming to the clubs and being proud of what the club is. Uh... He's at achieving right now, uh, but again, you know, they all wonder uh, how it's going to work and uh, how uh Potter uh, is going gonna, is gonna s- gonna to solve all the problems out. Because that's the thing, uh, okay, you are tense in the table, don't forget about that, you might not qualify for the Champions League next season, so how is it's going to work with all those names. Um, some people might want to leave because they can't play the Champions League next season. Um, how are you going to deal the atmosphere in the dressing room? Because when you have names, <laughs> you know that you have only, only 11 players that right? you can make them, uh, them, uh, them play. So everybody's excited. I'm also excited because I want to see what's, how it's going to work. But uh, I have some question marks like uh, any fans, I guess. You know what this is, Jan? An unbelievable (laughs) amount of
1: money.
3: It's an unbelievable, well, it is an unbelievable amount of money. But what is, I think that sometimes when you follow the social media, I think that all other fans from Arsenal, Liverpool, Manchester United, Manchester City, Newcastle, whatever, they should just be quiet. They would be happy and excited as well. But I read in the day after the transfer deadline that Chelsea won the transfer deadline day but there is no trophy for that there is no you don't you're not get into Europe to win the transfer deadline day so I'm with with Frank it's quite interesting to and we don't know that the process is internal at Chelsea we know that they got rid of some sports people they tried to add some in uh, a new sporting director and so on but I'm quite interested to know how they have defined these players that I'm getting. Is that a part of Graham Potter's philosophy? Is that the player they need? Fernandes is the best example. Is it, is it one year ago he cost 10 million? But fair enough. Chelsea have done what they think is right. They have the money. They, they don't, haven't broken any rules. People are talking about financial fair play. But apparently... Chelsea's been ahead of that because they take them on eight to nine years and spread the costs over those years. And now, U.F. I want to to do something with that loophole and do it over five years. But it, this is an experiment. This is an unbelievable experiment because what will happen at Chelsea if they are ninth, if they go into the Europa League? It's only Mourinho who loves the Conference League. So it's going to be interesting to see all these names. And names don't win you games. Uh, No, they certainly do not. Uh, What's interesting
1: from a Graham Potter perspective, Stevie, if you take a look at this graphic and just all the options that there are for every single position, this is... (laughs) Is it an impossible task because you're trying to keep everyone happy or is it
4: a dream from a coach because you've got all this choice? Uh, I would think under the circumstances I would lean towards the impossible. You know, football's an easy game on paper and in theory. And in in paper and in theory, you're looking at a fantastic lineup. Unfortunately, a football team is put together with different shaped puzzles, pieces and all kinds of different things. And you have to get that right. And if one of the pieces doesn't fit, if you're lucky there's only one doesn't fit, you might be able to get away with it. But if you're struggling with three or four or five pieces of that puzzle, on top of that you're expected to win, then it's it's becoming impossible for, for Potter. And and also you have to think, not not just Fernandez, but all of these players are coming with price tags on them. Big. And we don't know how they're going to handle it. Right. Particularly Enzo. 121 million. You know, all of a sudden you're running out for ten I'm ten million dollars. By the way, I came, hey mum. I'm, I just went for 10 million. Now you've got 121 million on your back. Yeah. Can you carry that? Yeah. <laughs> Can you carry that in a team that's struggling? Can you carry that with the expectation on you? I mean, look at, at Darwin Nunes at Liverpool, 80 million. Look at the scrutiny that he's been under. Yep. And he's been scoring goals and, and, and assisting. And he's still under pressure. What, what's it going to be like for Enzo? Can he handle it? Big question. The, the only thing I would say about that is that you're talking about a
5: position, Enzo Fernandez, that it, there's a lot more nuance to it than a striker in which you say, well, is he scoring goals and he's scoring a hat-trick every game, and if he's not, then he's not worth the money. There's a lot of things that go on in playing a midfielder position. The way that he plays is that I think there's more analysis to it than just, hey, well, is he getting enough goals, enough assists, and all of that. I, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, just, I'm just saying I'm just saying that I'm trying to be
4: reasonable here, Stevie. No, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But but unfortunately for him and everybody else, regardless of different things as opposed to scoring goals, if the team's not winning, mm. guess who's getting the blame? Well, they, they have
5: plenty of players to spread their blame around. <laughs> but, and, and the but graphic one, hey, the graphic one with a bigger target I, on his butt. I understand. the graphic there had thirty nine players. Now, uh, a few uh, of them are not yeah, currently well, available, yeah. right? Regardless. How do you put a training session together? How do you, on Monday, as you're about to come in and you're you're thinking about what the week is going to look like, and you have, for sake of argument, 39 players in front of you, how do you put together a training session or a training plan? And so because you cannot have this amount of players in a training session, undoubtedly there are some that are going to be sent to the side. And who are those guys going to be, and how are they going to react? It's difficult to make sense of the amount of players that are available to Chelsea. The other way to look at that is, well, there's no shortage of talent. Mm -hmm. And if you're a manager, the one thing that you want is talent available for you to select from. That is what every other manager around the world is complaining about. Oh, we need that guy, we need this guy, we need that guy. Well, Chelsea has them all now, right? So there's plenty of talent available. The job is going to be Sorting this town and putting it together in a manner in which the puzzle that you're talking about makes sense just thinking
4: We always talk about the dressing room. Mm. (laughs) They're gonna need more than one dressing room (laughs) They're gonna need more than one and the and the sour grapes gang is going to be out in force Yes, yeah, because there's only 11 players can start and there's probably you know in training you don't you probably use 18 maybe Sure. so you've got 20-something Sat aside, you go with the reserve team code on an eight-year contract. On an eight-year (laughs) Well I mean that's got sourd grapes written all over it. Uh,
2: Go on, Frank. I, I, I go with the guys. Well, we have to be fair, you know, some players are going to leave, you know, uh, but um, again, um, uh, I, I'm wondering, you know, what's going to happen in a dressing room because it's where you find the atmosphere. You wear, it's where the players, they stick together and they, they find, you know, the power to for, to work together and fight together. And when you have players like Ziyech who wanted to go to Paris but have to go back because, you know, they couldn't find the, or didn't deliver the right papers, uh, what about, you know, some other players don't want to stay or cannot stay or not? They're, gonna, they're not going to play uh, uh, how they can find their um, the hopes and uh, and uh, and the and and the will of working hard. You know, just for the training session, it's going to be at some point psychologically very difficult for Grand Potter and all the staff to to sort every every, uh, every problems uh, problems out, and uh, that's going to be tricky for Chelsea. Um, I remember Real Madrid trying to buy, you know, in the the early years, 2000, you know, the best players. And uh, it it couldn't work that well because you have to find the chemistry. You have to find the right players. The players, who, as we all call them, the water carrier, for example, who work in the shadow of the others and are ready to sacrifice for the others. That's the chemistry you have to find. So it's going to be tricky for Grand Potter. It's why we're all excited because we see names. But, OK, uh, 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 how do you make them work together? That's going to be the, the, the key for Grand Potter.
1: If you're in that dressing room, Jan, and you've already established yourself as you know, if you're someone like Mason Mount. And in the annex, by the way. There's <laughs> <laughs> the, the yeah, locker room and, the, and corridor, the annex next to it. <laughs> is, there, is it trepidation that you've got all these players coming in that could take your position, or is it excitement that you've got all these quality players that's going to make you some, such a
3: better team? Well, I interviewed uh, Mason Mount after the Liverpool game. And I asked uh, Mason Mount and I asked him about that. And he said, well, we know about new players at the same time as you guys doing. We just come into the room, and there are new players there. <laughs> uh, and the, but the big difference is, uh, and I was thinking the same as Frank, when the Galacticos, they tried to fill all these players in. That was Star with Beckham, Zidane and Figo and Carlos. And, but they're all going to play. They were all playing. There are so many players now on so long, big contracts that there's only two or three now who can get into their squad, their registered squad. So there's going to be so much trouble, not only to to establish that chemistry, if it'd been a big job for a manager who got all the experience in the world, who were used to be at the big, big clubs. Graham Potter is a good worker who worked well in Astrosund, who worked well in Brighton. He's building up teams. This is a completely new situation for him. It would have been hard for a Mourinho, a Tuchel, or or a Pep Guardiola to try to find a way with these 39 players. Can you imagine Graham Potter? Are we sitting here comfortable talking about this? He is A, going to organise a training tomorrow with 39 players? Which dressing room should it be in? Because he surely can't get it all into one. Uh, how should he, ex- will he split the, the squad in training? There are so many things that can go wrong. I think Chelsea just got one solution. is to win yeah. a lot of games and hope that everybody can contribute in a way.
4: What do you do? I was just going to say the biggest problem Porter's got is dealing with things that he shouldn't be having to deal with. He, he, as as Jan says, he'll never have dealt with this. In fact, I don't know a manager that has ever dealt with this. Right. And so, instead of concentrating on a decent-sized squad, getting a style of play, getting things together, getting your starting 11 together, getting everybody on the same page, he's going to have to be thinking about so many other things other than the things he should be doing. Right. Because... If he ignores the other things, they'll come crashing down on him. So now he's deciding what's more important. Is it more important to get a small group together and just try and deal with the rest? Or do you try and make the rest happy and hope that you can get enough done with the group? Uh, it's, It's just not a question that's got an answer done. Uh, what? But he won't have an answer. Speaking of questions with ridiculous answers, extra time is
1: <laughs> <It's> always <laughs> available over yeah. on our YouTube channel. Be sure to go over there and uh, check it out. Also on YouTube, by the way, is our best of the month, featuring so, oh. Mr. Steve Nicholson. A lot.
4: I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> you certainly are
1: Barcelona just keep winning. They beat Real Betis on Wednesday by two goals to one. It extends their lead at the top of the table now to eight points with Real Madrid in action on Thursday. Lewandowski back from suspension. He would score the second. Rafinha getting the opening goal. Ali, we've been quite critical of Barcelona of late. I thought they were much better today.
5: Yeah, and, and the reason we have been critical is because it feels like Barcelona was limping through this game. So as winning this games won nothing and there was not really not much to hang on to and say, you know what, this team is really flying. It was almost as if they were just hanging on at the end to get this one-nothing wins, and that was it. Today was more like the Barcelona that I think Xavi's expecting. The ball movement was quicker, everything was a little bit better in the attacking half, but that final third still had some issues. The first touch by Lewandowski in a couple of occasions wasn't all that great. Pedri had a couple of opportunities. He doesn't take those chances. And then the first goal came. And it's an important goal for Rafinha in the sense that Dembele is out. So now all lies on Rafinha and he has to produce. He has to produce with performances, with assists, with goals. He has to change the game for Barcelona down that right hand side. And then Lewandowski cleaned off his first touch. Excellent first touch to get around the defender inside the 18 yard box, finishes, puts it to nothing. Kundem made it a little interesting unnecessarily so with the on goal, but overall three points that put Barcelona up eight points ahead of Real Madrid and put pressure on Real Madrid to try
4: to be perfect. How good was that goal from Lewandowski, Stevie? Um, well, it's world class. I mean, to, he summed the situation up mm. way quicker than anybody else. Yeah. Uh, and Ali said his first touch, away from the pressure, away from the defender, and he instinctively picks the bottom left-hand corner to put it away into the back of the net. I mean, it shouldn't be a surprise, though, that Barcelona are way better with a guy called Robert Lewandowski playing after a three-game suspension. And it shouldn't be a surprise that, to begin with, his touch was a little rusty. And again, it shouldn't be a surprise that he scores a winning goal, and it shouldn't be a surprise that it's absolutely world-class, because that's what he is. I think it's no
1: coincidence that this the team's better with De Jong in. Yeah,
5: and... and I... I think that was a decision that Xavi sort of had to figure it out on the go because you always think of Barcelona in the midfield with Sergio Busquets and then whatever other parts are around him, you know what, we'll figure as as we go. But Xavi essentially has said, we don't have to play with the two wingers. We'll have one winger, in this case Rafinha or Dembele, whoever it may be, We'll have Gabi come from the left-hand side. He'll talk inside. He'll be a fourth midfielder. And Frankie de Jong, what he does is that he's going to support the attack. But just as importantly, he's going to support Sergio Busquets defensively. That gives Barcelona better balance in that sort of position so that they're not in a place in which they're vulnerable to the transition game of other teams. And then he does have that in his game where he goes and supports and gets involved in the final third. He's able to step into the 18-yard box and perhaps be an option. He has been really good, and I think the combination of Busquets and the young is working very well for Xavi. Also win La Liga? It seems that way. I-, I think so. At this point where we are right now, we get excited about Real Madrid having a good game and creating opportunities and creating chances and actually not winning the game against Real Sociedad. And we, we, sort, of evalu- we sort of evaluated that and thought, you know what? It's a, it's a moral victory for Real Madrid. I don't think when you're eight points behind you can have any more moral victories. It's forcing you, because Barcelona continues to win games, it's forcing you to be a version of perfect, and Real Madrid have proven so far this season that they're anything
4: but. It's funny when you look back on different titles throughout the years, there's a common denominator with most teams, and that is, yes, you win when you're playing well, but the team that wins the league Generally wins when they're playing poorly as well. Yep. And you can't argue. Barcelona, other than today, previously, haven't been playing well been winning. Uh, Elsewhere in England,
1: it was about the Carabao Cup
4: semi-final,
1: second leg at Old Trafford. Manchester United taking on Nottingham Forest. Remember, this tie was done and dusted really after the first leg in Nottingham. Uh, United would win at Old Trafford, 2-0, that's 5-0 on aggregate. The goals come late from uh, substitute Martial. Fred scored uh, as well. It's really difficult to talk too much about this game, isn't it, Steve? It almost had
4: like a a pre-season training feel to it at times. Yeah, and... (sighs) There was no stage in this game where there was any sort of light at the end of the tunnel for Forrest. Yep. You know, had they gotten a goal and, and got it back to two then, there might have been a glimmer, but they never even looked like scoring. A couple of shots on, on target over 90 minutes, uh, and no surprise. You know, he Ten Hag brought on the cavalry, you know, Rashford, Martial in particular, uh, and uh, they scored some goals. So, yeah... The honest truth is, when Marcus Rashford put Manchester United one up right, in Nottingham, the game felt as though it was done, the tie felt as though it was done, although there was a long way to go. And actually the gulf between these two sides is enormous. So, no surprise, but really all, we, all it does is gives us something to look forward to, because Manchester United, Newcastle in the final, Will be a great game. What about Ten Hag afterwards, Stevie? We, we,
1: we saw the post-match <laughs> interview and he it, it, it just it looks so... <laughs> ang- well, not angry, it just looks... How
4: would you describe his expression? <sighs> you know, generally when you win a semi-final... Yeah. Solve re- almost. Damn. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it shouldn't really matter. It would be great if you'd been fantastic and won 5-0 and been superb and all the... And it almost it was as if it hurt them that they didn't play that way. But they did, it was kind of weird. They're in a final. Exactly. Final. Who cares how you get there? Yeah. But you're in the final. Yeah. Get a big smile on your face. Tell everybody no. how happy you are. No, tell it was everybody how pleased you are for the players, yeah. for the fans, yes. for the board. No. No. Hey, He's all business, It's kind guy. of Burley-esque almost. Well, <laughs> like, oh, well, OK. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Ten Hag would I be to that. That. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to tell him that. I don't want to tell him that. It's just all business, isn't it? Is he yeah. like that in the dressing room, do you think? I would think, aye. Have
3: mm. you just ever think, seen him
4: smile? Just think he's setting stand, a standard. You, know, you know, when he got the job, do you uh-huh. remember? Did he smile? I'm sure he must have smiled for that picture. Well, that would be one of them. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know I mean? Oh, my goodness. Uh, Kay will be here smiling uh, tomorrow, yes, fear yes. Not. <laughs> Uh With Ali beside I'll be smiling too. Uh, reflecting on the Real Madrid game against Valencia.
0: Check them out today at electricebikes.com and add some more adventure to your week. That's E L E C T R I C ebikes.com.
1: Line of course, struggling. Over the last couple of weeks, they did anything but struggle against Mines. They were superb. Cancelo making his first start since making that switch from Manchester City. and He was set up the opener, playing into to the team. Musiala then with a brilliant finish to make it 2-0. Sane scored just before the break. Alphonso Davies then making it four in the 83rd minute. Uh, let's hear from one of the goal, goal scorers, Jamal Musiala. spoke to us after the game.
3: How important was this win? Because it's time to, you know, get in shape. The important and decisive weeks are coming up, starting with PSG soon.
6: Yes, it was a very important game. I think to get the rhythm going into the next few weeks, where we have a lot of big games coming up. It's just important that we get the flow going right now.
3: I heard that you, the team, had a little chat about things you want to change on pitch. What are these things?
6: Yeah, there's always uh, little things that we, we look at and we want to change uh, tactically, but most of the things is mental, that we go in really hungry to win the game, press, uh, work out off the ball and then everything else will come our way. And that's, that's important that we bring that every game.
3: And what do you think about the new signing Cancelo? I mean, he just played right away, he gave an assist to Cipo already?
6: Ah, I think we all saw the quality he has. He's an amazing player. He played for the City a, a, a while now and you, we all see the quality he has and is an amazing uh, player for our team. Yanagov uh, Fjortov uh, joins us now. He's giving a
1: close eye on this tie. Cancelo is the solution to all their problems, Jan. It's all sorted.
3: All of at Bayern, and uh, if you know the best soap operas in the world, we, we always n- need a new actor coming in, mm. doing a, a twist to the story. But, but as you saw at the end there, Dan, uh, the relief, yes, celebrations, but it was more than uh, a relief for them. After three times 1-1 in the Bundesliga, a lot of things with... Gucci, Gnabri, and, uh, uh, Neuer, of course, firing their goalkeeping coach, Salah Hamidzic, being so angry in the media. But this was a top performance for Bayern. They went to a place, Mainz is not the easiest place t- to come, but top professional today with Müller, Mussiala, Moting and Cancelo, and Mussiala, and, 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 and Sane. That was a professional performance that, that we expect Bayern to do.
1: Is this going to kick-start things now in 2023? Is this going to be the catalyst for Bayern to be
3: good again? I think Musial has already learned how they think at Bayern. He's talking about the big games coming up now. And if you saw the squad today, if you saw the... The players they brought on. They 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 brought on Davies. They brought on Goretzka, just to say uh, say a couple top top quality players. And I think they need a couple of more games to get their confidence going. But I mean, the game against PSG is gonna in the Champions League gonna be an unbelievable game. I got unbelievable in the game there and uh, in the in the Champions League for them. And and that is the measure for Nagelsmann. And that's why. There was a a bit, not speculations, but a lot of talk about uh, Nagelsmann now because this game, if he had lost this game, be knocked out of a tournament, there would be another pressure for him. So... Big big relief for for Bayern and, and big big respect to them the professional way they they did tonight. Job done. Then these are the teams that have
1: qualified for the quarterfinals: Stuttgart, Union Berlin, Leipzig, and Bayern Munich. The remaining matches, of course, will take place next week. Uh, between then, then between then and now, you will have a full round of Bundesliga ties, including Dortmund against Freiburg. Ali, you're in the studio for that. Yes, I am. Uh, which starts yeah, at nine a.m. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash FC. Just go to Indeed.com slash FC right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on the podcast. Indeed.com slash FC, terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You
7: need Indeed.
1: Uh, PSG with a 3-1 victory over Montpellier. However, that doesn't really tell the whole story. It was all about Kylian Mbappe in the opening 20 minutes. Uh, He would uh, take a penalty, see it saved, but then it would be retaken because of encroachment. His second pen would then be saved again. It would fall to him, though, but he put the chance over the bar. Soon after that, he's substituted injured. uh, Sergio Ramos going off as well. But in the end, PSG get it done. They take all three points. to remain clear at the top of the table, uh, Frank Lampard is with us. Frank, is there any news on how bad that injury is for Kylian Mbappe? Uh,
2: no, we don't know. On top of him, Ramos also had to mm. uh, had to get out uh, first uh, first half, and uh, uh, we don't know also what's going to happen to the uh, the Spaniards. But uh, I would say that I I feel confident. You know, I. Don't really believe that there is something much with Kylian Mbappe, except the fact that he missed two penalties and uh, that he's very upset about it and, <laughs> and he and he don't want to stay on the field. Um, I saw I saw the light again, you know, where when he is kicked, he's complained about his knee, and we are, we are we are told that he has a problem with his armstring. So that's very strange and. Um, uh, maybe he felt that it wasn't his day, so he wanted oh, he to, uh, to oh, get out, you know, and that's it. The <laughs> uh, Keeper reporting. Well, you know, you know. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, Le, Le Keeper on. reporting quite the contrary to your he had enough and wanted to go home uh, report. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a knee injury, and it does put him um, as a doubt going into that first leg against Bayern Munich, which is, of course, on Valentine's Day, the 14th of February. How big a blow is that, Frank, if he can't play?
2: If he can't play, he's a real blow because uh, the guy has been absolutely tremendous since he came back from the uh, from the World Cup, and uh, and uh, he's been a real, uh, a real leader. Uh, And um, again, today, well, you know, the penalties, I always say that he was not a penalty taker, that he shouldn't take the penalty, but uh, whatever. Galtier decided he was number one and today he took it and uh, got upset with it. But definitely when he has the ball, something happens every time he has the ball. And when he wants to play, uh, uh, not for himself, but for the team, uh, he does great. And uh, he's been, uh, he he has showed that to, uh, to the world in so many occasions. But last Sunday, the three guys at front had a, had a, a horrendous game. Uh, today wasn't that nice from Mbappe. Fortunately, Paris Saint Germain had a little boy that I forgot his name. Oh, no, it's Messi. Today, he was very, <laughs> very good. He scored a fantastic goal and he was everywhere and uh, li- uh, really skipping the uh, the chip. The so that's the good news for, for Paris Saint Germain. Hopefully, Mbappé is going to be back very, very soon, because definitely against uh, Bayern Munich, they need uh, a very good Mbappé to get to go through. Uh, let's remind you of
1: the odds uh, looking ahead to that tie in less than two weeks now. PSG go into it as underdogs, uh, Bayern are favourites. Uh, Jan, do you agree with the bookies here?
3: But I never understand them. That is point number one. But... Uh, uh, I, I'm, if you if you take tonight, uh, uh, and I had I had a look at uh, PSG as well uh, as we had uh, in my father and mother's house, we were looking at a lot of games today. Uh, I I think that Bayern's performance today was very very good, and with Mbappe out and Ramos out, I think there is there is a bit more optimism at uh, uh, in in Munich and in Germany. So so I will take Bayern as a favorite. So I will say PSG. they should watch out. Watch out, Bayern will come. They will get their confidence now.
1: Oh, sounds mm. like, like some sort of baddie in a movie. Yeah, yeah. He had very, very, yeah <laughs> very threatening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unbelievable yeah. threat. Although I'm not sure if a baddie in a movie ever references watching the football with his mum and dad. <laughs> yes.
8: <laughs> <laughs>
4: many part. games. Good many part. games at the same time. <laughs> what do you think, uh, Ali?
1: Who's your favorite?
5: Uh, the only reason I hesitate is because, look, uh, Bayern Munich haven't been good in 2023 today aside they have struggled to create opportunities they have struggled to control games they have struggled to defend they have been inconsistent that this is why Julian Nagelsmann is under pressure we just got done talking about Nagelsmann and whether his job may have been in jeopardy because we didn't know if he had got eliminated from the Pokal that all of a sudden he that pressure is going to ramp up Well, we can't turn around and then say well you know what they're favorites against PSG so of course
3: we can of course we can. <laughs> they got Cancelo. Cancelo uh, uh, will solve everything. <laughs> okay. Right. Besides Joao Cancelo and his greatness,
5: uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna trust PSG. And I don't. What say... if I
1: take Mbappe out? That's a big.
5: That's a big one. It's a big major <laughs> blow. Yeah. I'm still gonna take PSG. Wow, really? I'm still gonna take PSG. Don't worry. See, and see, and with the first top-class uh, reporting from Frank, who's telling us that Mbappe, is just, he just had enough, he didn't want any <laughs> more to be in this game. I'm going to say that PSG over the two legs, offensively, they're more of a threat than Bayern are right now.
4: How can you trust PSG? Mm. Every time they're <laughs> asked the tough question... That's a good question. <laughs> <Yeah>. Every time <laughs> they're <laughs> asked a the tough question, I agree. more <laughs> often than not, they fail. Yeah. and And you can talk about how... Um, Bayern haven't been particularly great. But then we come back to the same old argument. You know, does PSG playing in the league they're in, does that get them ready for Champions League? And so far, the answer has always been, well, no. So I don't trust PSG. So you're you're taking Bayern? I'm absolutely taking Bayern over the two legs.
2: What about you,
4: LaBeouf? (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> Come on Thomas. Uh, I would have to go for, for, for Bayern as well because you know what the two Ooh. last games that I saw from Paris Saint-Germain have been absolutely awful. And um, I'm sorry for my friend Christophe Galtier, but mm. uh, they we need a reaction and I remember the two the two legs. Uh, that they played against Bayern Munich like a couple of years ago, where they should have been smashed, you know, by Bayern Munich. uh, And they they drew, I think, uh, or won, you know, away from home, where they should have lost like (laughs) 9-2. And uh, I think uh, there is quite a revenge from Bayern Munich uh, um, uh, expected. So uh, I go for Bayern Munich because I feel that Bayern Munich is getting a little bit better, where I don't see any reaction from Paris Saint-Germain. Two weeks' time, Champions mm. League is back. It's exciting,
1: isn't it? I should remind you of the fixtures, Stevie, because I know you might not have remembered all of them. Well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it will be then. PSG against Bayern. Milan I remember one. Bayern. I can assure you. Brug- yeah, I'm sure you do. Bruges against Benfica. Dortmund, Chelsea, Inter Porto. And the week yeah, later, that. I imagine it's the fixture that you remembered: oh. Liverpool against Real Madrid. I tracked Frankfurt take on Napoli. It's Leipzig against City and Inter against Porto.
8: Splash! Shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur. Bardstown, Kentucky. 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
1: Uh, let's go back to our main game, shall we? Barca, of course, making it 2-1 against Real Betis. Uh, to put themselves eight clear at the top of the table. now i caught up with chavi after the game.
9: Hola, Chavi. So... It was this Barcelona winning every game, Girona, Real Sociedad, Getafe. But you were not that happy at at the end of them. Today it was a very solid performance. How do you feel about this win?
10: Yes, today outstanding performance. We played really, really well, really well. Excellent in all all the aspects of the game. Really happy, really satisfied because today is one of the best games this season. Very good, very good. At the end we suffered again. But I think we could uh, have scored more goals. Uh, I, I remember uh, Ansu was the the. the uh, 0-3. So, but but we play really well. I'm I'm really satisfied because we show today our best version.
9: Talking about Dembélé's absence, you said yesterday. Hopefully, the player replacing him uh, will 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 make us not miss him so much. Uh, um, what do you thought about Rafinha's performance today? His goal. How important is that goal for for your team?
10: Yeah, it's good for confidence for for Rafa again. Score Robert uh, Anzu ferran when they when they. Uh, uh, came in really well, really good attitude, so this is the way, I think, uh, Rafinha is doing a very good job, all the season, not only today, but happy for him because uh, always a score for the wingers or for the strikers give give them uh, a lot of confidence.
9: Fifty points, eight points clear from Real Madrid, you are winter champions, are you in the half of La Liga, in the place you wanted to be, and what do you think your team can improve yet?
10: Well, we need to improve in uh, in a score more goals, uh, to be more effective, uh, to play like today, uh, to be consistent, so we need to keep going. I think we are in a good way, of course, uh, we did a very good uh uh, first uh, round of the season, amazing, especially in Liga. So, but we need to continue. It's not, it's not finished, of course.
9: And the last question: In the winter transfer market, you you lost uh, three players, Piqué, Bellerin, Memphis. Is, is this a squad enough to compete for La Liga, Copa, and Europa? Yes,
10: I think. I think I'm very, very happy for the, for the players that uh, we are here to compete uh, well in uh, in all the, in all the competition. I think is more than enough.
9: Thank you. Congratulations thank you, thank on you. the win.
10: Thank you. Thank you.
1: Gemma, that's the happiest we've seen Xavi since he returned from Saudi Arabia after leading Barca, of course, that Spanish supercart win. And rightly so, because there had been some iffy performances, but they were good today. And these sort of performances, like that we saw against Real Betis, are going to win them the title, aren't they?
9: Uh, Yeah, uh, he was uh, happy, relaxed after uh, suffering quite a lot during the game. He was very frustrated in the first half because his team were playing really well, but uh, that uh, final touch, that little bit of more quality in the final third were uh, missing. Eventually, he asked Gabi and Pedri, uh, you have to try it as well. And eventually, in the second half, this uh, work, even though, as he was mentioning once again, they are unable to close the game and with that uh, goal goal they, they suffered the, the last minutes but it was a very solid performance I think what uh, quoting Xavi what he just said like probably the best uh, performance this this season so far maybe with the super club, El, El Clásico so this shows that that his team is is on the way he he wants it to be especially uh, as well because with Dembélé's absence there were a lot of doubts concerning uh, today games and, and Rafinha was okay just just to mention Xavi when he was talking about Rafinha he was looking on the side because the player was just there listening to him. So he wouldn't say so, nothing bad, of course, about uh, today's performance, but he was very uh, there listening and waiting for his occasion to do the, the interview. So uh, not only Xavi, I've just seen President Laporta here. He looked really quite relieved, not only because of the performance, probably because the, the winter transfer market it's it's over, and especially because they were able eventually to register Gabi as a first team player, even though it was with a, with a judge in the middle once again. What a performance performance again of Gabi. He wears a uh, number six now in the back, Xavi's number, and, and it's 18 years old. It's a teenager, but he feels like a, a captain already.
1: Gemma, it's 50 degrees in, so you don't need all the gloves and the hat. you lived in Manchester. You should, you should know this is warm. This is balmy. <sighs>
9: No, I mean during the day is it's hot uh, in Sevilla. It's sunny, but here it's so humid. And and honestly, I mean just outside the Benito Villamarín, it's probably 10 degrees more. But here it feels so humid, and my feet are really cold. Maybe I'm, I'm uh, according to with weather I'm, I'm kind of a pussy, so I always need to be very very covered up. And but it's cold, and we've been here quite a lot hours, so it's cold. <laughs> uh-
1: Gemma Salaya, Pussycat, thank you very much, much appreciated. Uh, Gemma, of course, covering La Liga uh, throughout the season live here on ESPN+. Plus. Taking a look at the next big game for Barca and what a match it will be at the camp now. Barca taking on Sevilla, coverage starts at 3pm Eastern on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, let's take a look at what happened in the Copa Italia today. Big surprise as Cremonese beat Roma by two goals to one to book a place in the semi-final. They will face Fiorentina who beat Torino 2-1. Uh, a lot more reaction to that and I'm sure everything you need to know about transfer deadline day on the latest edition of Gab and Jules' podcast that drops on Thursday. Uh, we mentioned it earlier in the show, didn't we? Um, <laughs> Ten Hag's interview after that victory against the Forest. Here it is.
11: Eric, congratulations. You're off to Wembley for a cup final in your first season as Manchester United manager. This must be a really proud moment for you.
7: Oh, I'm proud when I'm winning the trophy. And so we are not that far. But of course, we, we are happy tonight um, in two games, 5-0. No, we beat the opponent. I think it's a deserve win. Um, also some some criticism, but I think finally uh, it's a good night for us.
11: You had to be a bit more patient tonight for the goals coming in the second half. What do you think the difference was between the two performances?
7: It was the tempo. Uh, second half we invested much more in the tempo. Um, So we speed up and then the caps are coming and then we we finish them. So I think there was a difference, uh, much more dynamic
11: a triple sub making a big difference as well the reintroduction of Jaden Sancho Anthony Martial just how pleased were you to to see them go out there and, and play their part on a special night uh,
7: I think um, we need uh, the impact from the bands and today uh, we have seen that but I think also the first 15 minutes after half time already the tempo was much higher and we created some chances uh, I think Bruno I think it was definitely a penalty with Wout um, so but also, what's true, when they came in, uh, a different dynamic. Also, bringing Bruno out on the right side brings a different dynamic, what is for opponent difficult to defend.
11: Well, you found a way through. Newcastle, they await in the final. should be an amazing occasion for you.
7: Uh, it's true. <laughs> for now, we bury this cup. We're looking forward, but we're looking more forward to coming up next week. And It's a great week with Crystal Palace and two, uh, two times Leeds United.
11: Well done tonight. We'll see you at Wembley.
7: Definitely. See you. There
4: you go. I'd hate to see him when he's sad. <laughs> that's him happy. I'd hate to see him when he's sad. <laughs> <laughs> he's just taking... He was it. trying his best to smile. He just got in the cup
1: final. Yeah, well, it's... <laughs> he's just taking it all in, Steve. He doesn't want well, to get carried away with the occasion. Well,
4: OK, I suppose.
1: <laughs> okay. Whatever flaws you bought, there you are. Cup final, of course, you'll be able to see live here on ESPN+. Plus. Be sure to stay tuned. The show ends, but we continue with Extra Time, which is next. Welcome into to the latest edition of Extra Time. Thank you, as always, for your questions.
4: Ali Moreno with me, as is Steve Nicholl. Am, am I the only one that thinks that Jan's in 3D? <laughs> <laughs> wow
3: well, yeah, I like that You know what I mean But I will tell go you a what I, Go,
10: go a single Go a single Listen to the director dude. Go a single
4: It looks like he's 3D Oh uh, there
3: you but, go uh, but, but Dan, Dan yes. I have to tell you I am in West Norway oh. And tomorrow There is an athletic There you go uh, There is a big event With Karsten Warholm. Do you remember him? Olympic winner uh, world yeah. champion 400 meter hurdles. I do. Uh, which, and he is from my area. And tomorrow, with my terrible body, I'm going to be in, the night, like in a relay uh, for for, for elderly people. So you can imagine that I'm not looking forward to the 200 meter I'm going to run tomorrow. The first thing I asked my dad, have you got some tablet to take away pain? And he said, well, the tablets I've got, they're, they're too tough for you, Jan. Wow. So that's, I can't use them. There I can't use
1: them. It's because of the setting <laughs> on his on his phone, it blurs the background, you see, Stevie. Hence giving that that image. Yeah.
4: And, and how, I don't, I don't care, I don't care. What caused gotcha you that? <laughs> oh, I, was I was just I was it 3D. I And how will you know was 3D you... are not normally so helpful. I'm just trying to be nice and then this is why I'm not nice. Just shoot me down. See, that's what happens when you you normally yourself. <laughs> Does that make sense? No. no quick, technical not to you. quick technical question Quick
5: technical question. How would you know it was 3D if you don't have the glasses? Oh.
1: That never took off. Can you see it? you, you have 3D uh, TV. TV? See? Here got glasses, got his glasses. Yeah, got his glasses on, yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> Frank, you're all right. It's a very serious <laughs> angry face. Because uh, we're not talking
2: about you. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm I'm just I was just wondering, you know. I know what 1-D is, I know what 3-D is, I'm wondering what 2-D is. 2-D is isn't Maybe Stevie can, uh, can answer
4: those <laughs> <questions>. <laughs> no, I I ha- ask the question. I right. asked the question, Frank, I don't give answers. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> any, any other direction you want to give? Yes. Go to the singles. single, oh, Go to the single! single. single.
4: <laughs> by the way, did you see how much <laughs> noise they <it> took over? <laughs> hey.
1: For the boys, who do you make as the favourites in the League Cup
3: final, Newcastle or Manchester United? Let's start with you, Jan. Uh, I would say mm. Manchester United because I, t- I think uh, Ten Hag has got his boys very organized. Mm. I like the way uh, I have seen their play. You, you see what he tried to do. Very impressed by Newcastle because they never concede goals. So that, that is an advantage for them in a, in a final. But I think that uh, Manchester United will be the favorite for me. Frank?
2: I go for the magpies because I think if Manchester United plays better, you don't have to play good when you play a final. You have to win it. Oh. And I think uh, Newcastle, they have the spirit and they are desperate to win uh, something. With the fans, the craziness of the fans, I think uh, they're gonna they're gonna make it. You said yesterday, United. Yeah.
1: Manchester just United. 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 <laughs> Manchester yeah. United. Yeah. Manchester United. Yeah, Manchester United. got a red right? But he can play what? because it's he's going to be suspended for the next three Premier League matches. What? And then he'll be available. What nonsense is this? Uh, well, yes. Yeah.
4: Called called the rules.
2: Yeah. It's English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: it's the rules. Yes. Yeah.
2: What?
5: Yeah. There we go. Okay. Can I just? For the record, state that this is nonsense, right? Uh, well, yes, yes. Oh, can we agree on that, or? Oh well, yeah, I'm no, 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 that, no, right? no, no, no.
3: This yes. is England, the home of football. Oh, I'm sorry. Ah, um, uh, hey, my bad, Jan. Yeah, it's no, it's my not, bad. Not exactly that yeah, like other team. countries are
1: perfect either. As oh. I try and defend oh, England by yeah. like bring up Lewandowski's <laughs> random appeal, which oh. means when it delayed his. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hey, don't get, don't get defensive. <laughs> just saying, just <laughs> wow. saying. You get so touchy. Oh, now here we go. People are very angry about the Premier League, Jan. Especially yeah. Italians uh, in the Premier League, cheating as, te- <coughs> cheating as Tebas describes. It. He's of course the uh, president of uh, La Liga by spending a ton of money for players. Shouldn't other leagues do the same and spend money on players if they have the finances to afford it?
3: Well, well, I I grew up that everybody wanted to go to Italy because of the money. Yeah. There have been stages, there has been stages yeah. when everybody wanted to go to Spain because mm-hmm. of the money, and now it's England. And uh, as long as the clubs don't do any wrongdoing and then we can discuss the rules, that is something else. But I think when the football president of Spain talks about cheating, when people in Spain talk about cheating, we should all listen. We should all <laughs> yeah. listen. Yeah, especially when it's Tevez. What do you think, yeah,
2: Frank? I would go, go with... Uh, I would have to go with, uh, with Jan about that. You know, when, when Barcelona, with the debts of 1.6 billion, yeah. you know, allowed to buy so many players, you know, nobody yeah. should talk about in, uh, the Premier League buying of players, for sure. More than a club, more than a club.
5: Ooh, wow. I will say that, look, if you have the money and, and you have the resources, go and get whatever player you want. But there's something to be said about this bubble bursting at some point. I don't think this is sustainable long term, and so there is something to be said about how you go about spending that money. Even though there, you may have the finances available to do so, there's a difference between spending and responsible spending. And some of the spending doesn't seem to be responsible at all.
3: I think I think we can agree on that. But a, I think, there's to, to be be serious about this. There is a big difference between. For example, I'm, I'm very in love with Bundesliga, you know that. But Bundesliga is not attracted to the whole world. That is a problem for the Bundesliga. Premier League is all around the world. Mm. I'm with Al, that maybe not sustainability is there, but then you have the Asian investors, you have the American investors, then you have the Middle East and so on and so on. And uh, La Liga and uh, uh, Serie A, they don't attract the whole world. There's just single clubs, the Barcelona Real Madrid, yes but in the Premier League, the product Premier League attract the whole world, so it will keep on for some more years. Is Jao Cancelo the skeleton key?
1: This Bayern side was missing. They look so much better today. Looks like a good move for both Cancelo and Bayern, Stevie. (laughs) From Stevie's infected finger.
4: Well, considering (laughs) I have previously made made mistakes, in life? <laughs> In <months>? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mistakes on commenting after one game. Uh, oh, yes. And after one game for Mr Cancelo, I will refrain from commenting. Wow. Until I can... Uh... <laughs> what mistake? I can't remember what was mistake. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what it could be. Mm. A costly one. <laughs> 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 Um,
1: for Stevie, we have not seen the best of Van Dyke after his horrendous career-threatening clash with Pickford mm. in 2021. Can such injuries create a fear or a mental block that they may not be that may not be extremely apparent?
4: I would suggest no, not that. I wouldn't suggest that it may have given him a psychological problem, maybe it's given him a physical problem. OK. You know, players... Exactly. Players, when they get injured, although medically they might be cleared as back to normal, sometimes the body doesn't respond. You know, people that have done the their Achilles, for example... I mean, John Barnes did his Achilles. Right. Got it fixed. As far as doctors were concerned, then... It was back to normal. But there's no question it affected him. Dan,
2: if I can if I can. Stevie's
1: still
4: talking, Frank. Calm
2: down. Right. Well, I thought <laughs> he, he had to breathe. I thought he was he just stopped, you know, <laughs> when he, he was breathing too long. So it's why. <laughs> no, no, Frank Frank, let, him let him breathe.
5: breathe! Let him breathe, Frank! Hold on. <laughs>
4: yeah,
2: sorry, wait, I, I forgot. I thought I was still talking to the Liverpool <laughs> yeah. player, so uh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I thought he was breathing very fastly. So, uh, no, more somebody said to me... No, wait, wait, so,
1: Frank, sorry, Jan wants to talk. Jan? No,
6: no, no. But, uh, that, sorry Frank, sorry Frank, Dan is, Dan is just no, setting us up against right. each other now. Don't breathe, don't breathe. Jan. I know, don't I breathe.
2: know, but I'm not going for a do No, I just want to say that somebody told me that you have to, if you can avoid a surgery, you should do that because you're going to lose something. It can be the pace, it can be, I don't know, some reaction, it can be some muscles, you know, some strength, but you're going to lose something. That's for sure. Because your body will have to adjust and it will never be the same. So it's, uh, it's always tricky to understand. But I agree with Stevie. It's not psychologically that Van Dyke has lost his power. I think it's more physically. Uh, he needs some sort of air-piercing
5: to, yeah. to fix Re- it. Reflexology, reflexology. <laughs> like the pirates a Maybe. long time ago. A long time ago, <laughs> the pirates used to do that.
1: Ah, uh, right, where are we? Where, where are we? <laughs> uh, in this year's Champions League, the most... Oh, sorry. Is this year's Champions League the most unpredictable to bet on? With almost all knockout teams having mixed seasons, barring Manchester City who have showed class, but have been a shadow of their past and also have lost a top fullback in the window. City of favourites, quite big favourites, in fact, to, to win it all. But you could put an argument against anyone, couldn't you? Not winning it.
4: Yeah, I think, as soon as you said that, I'm thinking about last year. Who would have predicted yeah, the Real Madrid Real won? Yeah, but I mean, that... is, it is it possible <laughs> to be even more
1: unpredictable? He's uh, got his hand up. No, and yeah.
5: Well, I was flying yeah, the flag, baby. Don't even, don't football. even look at me like no, that. No. I was <laughs> flying the flag the whole time.
2: <laughs> don't even look ba- at ba- me. All ba- right. Yeah, lucky topic. man. Lucky. Ba- lucky. Lucky man. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot your anti Real Madrid ways, yeah. Frank.
1: <laughs>
5: no, on, I'm not anti Real
2: Madrid. Ba- you have just have to be. You know, you just have to to accept the fact that they've done well. But who could have said every game that they play that they're gonna go through? because they've been very lucky.
3: To be fair, to be fair, Frank, we have to give that to Al because if he said that's going to win, that is a good bet when they're winning. We have to give him that. But 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 based on the form like right now, it's going to be Napoli, wouldn't it? With yeah. Spalletti. The, yeah. the problem is the problem is they will be oh, knocked yeah. out against Eintracht Frankfurt. So that is their problem. Oh man!
4: Hey, he's not so quick to put his hand up when he's wrong, by the way. Oh no!
1: You asked a question. <laughs> I say a question. It's I'm just saying. What's wrong with it's you? Just What's shared. wrong with you, mate? So who's oh your pick, goodness. Frank? Let's do it. Who's going to win the Champions League?
2: <sighs> uh. <laughs> Real Madrid) 55-year-old? I don't know, really, I don't know. Okay. The Real
1: Madrid. 55-year-old Casio Shimura signed for Portuguese second division team Oliver Ense, on loan. Do any of you feel like you can come out of retirement oh. and give it one more go? <laughs> <laughs> Ali, you play with your son's team. <laughs> games? I'll go and train and
5: then feel terrible for about a week and then do it again, the right. vicious cycle of nonsense, and then I ask myself, why am I doing this? For the hour and a half that I'm there training I feel really good, right? And then I feel like death for the next week. So the answer is yeah. no, I would not give it a go.
1: Uh, Jan, you're in a 200 meter relay.
3: Yeah. Tomorrow. It's going to be like a promy kind of thing with some uh, American athlete. Edwin Moses is there as well. Plenty, I I Edwin, wow. I don't oh. think I don't think Edwin Moses will will run, but to the question, would I come out of a retirement? I'm happy to get out of the bed, so there's no <laughs> chance that I would go.
1: <laughs> oh. Yeah, make sure there's footage of you running tomorrow. Yeah. Please, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you
3: going full spandex? <laughs> oh, oh yes, please. Oh, but it's with one foot. Oh, yeah. I, am my I right? <laughs> We want to see. <laughs>
1: yeah, take I a find picture. A way. <laughs> we want to see it in 3D. <laughs> Goodness, you're doing take a picture, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, you don't play anymore at all, do you? You're just in the gym,
2: working out topless and posting on Instagram. Nice. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm 55 and I'm, uh, I'm happy to be just on the, on the bench, you know, getting some weight and uh, working out. Uh, we have to have a game with Chelsea. Oh. Uh, we, we, they are delaying it every, every three months. <laughs> which makes me think that it's going to be worse and worse every time they delay it. Uh, for me, uh, I remember uh, playing uh, 90 minutes in 2008, uh, three, three years after I gave up my career. And, uh, and because of not uh, training like a pro, I've, for the three days after the game, I couldn't walk. I mean, I was, I was already you know, out of order. So, no, 55, I'm 55, (laughs) I can't do that. And I don't want to do that. I'm happy to be, I say, just to get out of the bed, yeah.
3: The problem is when when we do play, we kind of remember our head. Remember that we once were footballers. <laughs> and I, wa- I I I once played in a tournament in Swi- <laughs> I played in a tournament in Switzerland and Trapattoni of all, he was the coach. We I played a five-a-side and we played with Pires was there. I felt so well. I scored one or two goals. And next day I came to Sky in Germany and somehow they have found. Film and a video from this game I played the day before, and that is the first time in my life I see an elephant in a football shirt. <laughs> I look I looked, I, looked, I looked terrible. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, when's the last one you played, Steve? <laughs> because <laughs> you played in goal for a little bit when I think when I first met uh, you, because I remember you
4: having a big bro- finger again. <laughs> it was like <laughs> massive. <laughs> well the last i think the last game i played was when i did that and i ended up in the hospital yeah i remember that yeah yeah (laughs) the first game with my daughter's team yes and because i'd played and it was a co-ed so it was girls and boys yeah so i went in goals thinking i'd be all right and some idiot ran straight into me with a (laughs) knee and i ended up in the hospital (laughs) with broken (laughs) (laughs) ribs
11: That, that is, is karma. What we'll
1: about the story of when you used to play and then someone said, you go back, we need goals. So I'm going to oh. go
4: back. It <laughs> hey, uh, shows you how delusional. So I'm playing for the, playing for the Old geezers. Yeah. And there's a guy in goals, he's sure name nameless. Right. He's in goals, right? And there's a minute to go and we're a goal down. Okay. And of course, it's a rotation, because it's indoors and it's like five a side. And all I hear is this, Steve, Steve, Steve. Right, so I'm looking over and this guy in goals. And I'm like, what? He went, we need a goal. You go in and I'll go up front. (laughs) (laughs) Like, <laughs> and he was deadly serious. Yeah, I... uh, they was the ever player of the year or what? Lead tiles no. with Liverpool. No, no, he's no. a realtor or something. <laughs> and always has been a realtor. No respect, Stevie. No, no respect no, it was brilliant. he was deadly serious, Steve. You go in, We need a goal. You go in goals, and I'll go up Hey, <laughs> how are you in those
1: Because I've seen you, and like you you're obviously a great guy. Full on. But when there's competitiveness, like we play pool and you're like uh, your a full switch. on. I can't help it. Just something goes. I can't help it. I and mean, in those sort of situations, you <laughs> just full on, 100%. Yeah, I can't help it. Full on. Well,
5: wow, that's probably true for all of us. Right. I, I imagine that it'd be the same with yeah. Jan and Frank, that yeah. if we're, look, if you put a score on it, Right. Then we're yeah. gonna play, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. And it's, look, it's not, it's not sane. True. It's not, it's not healthy. Now. But I don't care. But Gerard's it, Pictionary, no, the whole free.
4: thing. Whatever. Pictionary, it doesn't matter. I want to. I work. mean, uh, I mean, it's yeah. It's funny you now, but actually at the time it wasn't. But Craig and I, well, yeah, Craig and I, trouble, so yeah. I had a barbecue yeah. and Craig and I played my son and his wife at beer pong. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and by <laughs> the end of it, I thought the two of them were going to get divorced. She was almost tears, wasn't she? Oh, she was going quick because we we were just laughing and then we were cheating, <laughs> and then we were changing the rules, yeah. and then of course, and then my son was trying to make it all happen, and then she's, I'm going to go at him, and then and eventually they did. They, she was like, I'm not playing. Oh dear. Uh, and then afterwards I felt bad because. But we, we I took had the it same. I had
2: the same thing. Mm. I had the same thing, you know, with my ex-wife when she got very upset and, <laughs> said, and, and we, I thought we would go for divorce because I didn't want to let my kids winning at cards, you know, some games cards. And yeah. uh, I said, no, no, if he let them win, it's, uh, and you just pretend they're good where they're bad, you know, it's a bad lesson. So they, have the, the, these, they need to deserve winning something. So, and and we played football after, and they couldn't score a goal against me. <laughs> <laughs> and my wife said,
10: Get out, get
4: out. Look how proud he is. tell you what. I went and got so a sponsored, for the kids, sponsored. Yeah, you uh, we? Penalties. Oh, you didn't save the rules. I did, <laughs> I didn't realise. <wear> nice. <laughs> I was at Liverpool and I was I was going back home and somebody said, oh, the kids are doing a sponsored penalty competition. Right, OK. Will you go in goals? And I went, aye, of course I will. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so my way of thinking was, I'll, I'll let maybe two, because we're all taking like 10 penalties. OK. So my way of thinking was, I'll just let maybe a couple in. Right. Just, just because, to be nice. Yes. I didn't realise that, <laughs> the whole thing was on the amount of goals they scored. I see. So the whole, like 10 so the, whole so the whole club made about fifteen pounds. Out the whole event because I saved them all. You give it all. Yes. Oh, I was, I was top corner, it bomb cars. And I didn't realise till
1: afterwards. Oh, Stevie, <laughs> uh, that Stevie, is Stevie That is it. Uh, we are done. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> Honestly. Uh, good. Oh, apparently there's one more question. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've already followed everything up. put the question up, I'll read it here. Given you're the resident Smarty Pants, that's probably why I avoided this. pleasure just uh, for Dan. Which fellow panellists would you award the silver medal for the second best Smarty Pants? Oh, oh Gab, Shorty. What is Smarty Pants? G-gab, what is yeah. Shorty Pans? Marcotti is, is the ultimate Smarty Pants ahead of me. What is
3: Smarty Pants? You have to all, uh, we are foreigners. So what is Smarty Pants? Uh, smarty Pants, how yeah, would you it? Why you keep
4: calling me it, Stevie? If you look under smarty pants in the dictionary, it'll, it'll have Dan Thomas next to it. There
3: you go. <laughs> also fashion. A lack of fashion. Just, what, what is fashion. Just being that? clever. A in the try, neck? Be,
4: try to be clever. There you go. There you go. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Just try to be clever. Famously, it's the
1: Champions League final show, isn't it? When you said I don't know how Liverpool didn't win this game, and I said they didn't score yeah. a goal, and then yeah. you went, "Look at you,
4: Mr. Smarty Pants." Aye. And that, oh. that, was re- that was a real smarty oh. pants answer. That's a great example. <laughs> there you go. <come>, that's <laughs> why I brought it up. That's very kind of I think actually what you said was, "Well, Real Madrid oh. scored and Liverpool didn't." Uh, no, I think I, I think what I just said was the correct oh. recollection. Well, regardless. Well
5: <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> done. But see, but the thing is that at the very least you're witty about it, right? Oh. In the case of gas. Don't say that too. <laughs> no, it's <that's> all right. <laughs> I, I like that now, Gab on the other hand, not so- <laughs>
3: <laughs> You can't say that, you can't say that. Hey,
5: so when, when,
4: uh,
5: <laughs> when, uh, when Gab, when he wants to be a smarty pants, he actually like sets himself up to be a smarty pants. Right. So you, you come up with it in the middle of a conversation. He actually tells no. you, oh, you haven't uh, heard I'll... about this? You don't know about this?
1: You don't know about no. this guy and that guy? Uh, so that he can tell you the whole story. No. There's
5: history I would, I would uh,
1: between uh, Ali and uh, no. Ali, Ali, Gab and Ali's wife because he, he he was not happy with her selection at a, a restaurant when they went out yeah. together. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. That,
7: that, I
3: won't Stop. get involved. I can hear that now.
5: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, he may or may not have yelled... <laughs> <laughs> For my wife, because
1: she ordered the wrong cut of meat, or the was yeah. os- yes. medium, medium well done, or something. Uh, yeah. yeah, something yep. to that. Or oh, she looked at a menu, something. Uh, yeah, wrong. she looked at the menu. I don't know what it was. Okay, uh, that is it. We are done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no smarty pants tomorrow. I'm off. Uh, Kay uh, oh. okay, will be.
4: Are you here tomorrow, Stevie? No, unfortunately, I'm off. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Real Madrid, Valencia. <laughs> then will be off. I'll be uh, here. Guest, but... Be sure to join us. <laughs>